0: Welcome to Accent on Mercy Alumni, brought to you by the Alumni office at Mercy High School, Farmington Hills, Michigan. I'm your host, Associate Principal Larry Baker. Today's guest on Accent on Mercy Alumni is Mari Bayless Wilson, class of 1981. Mari graduated from Wayne State with honors, and she is presently retired after a 30-year career spanning many different occupations, and reinventing herself continually in her skill set. Mari has been happily married for 29 years with one cat. The Mari I, Larry, have connected with is one who has traveled to 17 countries with plans to see more. When home, she enjoys biking, yoga, swimming at the local beach with her friends, and relaxing with a good book, a glass of wine, and any available carbohydrate. I love that quote. Mari, thanks so much for joining me.
1: Well, thank you for having me.
0: Well, I kind of found myself relaxing as I thought about all your pastimes and your travel in particular. So if you don't mind, let's start there. You recently returned from Norway, did you not? Yes. Tell us about that trip.
1: Uh, It was really a wonderful trip. It was my first cruise, a Viking ocean cruise, Um, and it was my uh, older sister's idea. She's also a, a Mercy grad, and she thought it would be neat to kind of do a trip together. And, uh, so we were, we'd been wanting to do Iceland forever in a day and then Iceland got super popular. So we were looking for something else. So, uh, we (laughs) took a little pre-cruise trip starting in Oslo and then there's this scenic train that goes through the center of Norway to Bergen and then we got on the ship. Uh, We saw uh, the Viking Ship Museum, and we saw these stave churches, which are like these really old wooden churches that the Vikings put up when they first converted to Christianity. There's only a few of them still standing because they're made of wood, and most of them burnt down. And uh, we got to see Andrea Bocelli in concert that the ship provided, which was really amazing. And we went to the tip of Denmark as well. So I got to stand with one foot in the North Sea and one foot in the Baltic Sea, which was still oh. very cold in June. <laughs> but it was pretty cool. And the But I do have to say the, the lack of um, real nighttime was kind of disconcerting because, you know, like 11 o'clock at night, it looked like, yeah. you know, still twilight and sun would rise at like 4 a.m. Uh, we had reindeer hot dogs. Uh, <laughs> I always like to try the local food. Uh, my husband wants to go back and he does not usually get so excited about vacation destinations and talking about going back to someplace, but he he is with this trip. So, it's and, cool. and
0: so, so what, uh, what are some of your other, uh, the favorite trips that the two of you have uh, traveled to?
1: Uh, my favorite by a mile is Croatia. We, um, went there for my 50th birthday and I loved it so much. I wanted to go back in a year and it took me four years to get back. And pretty much anybody who knows me or has seen my Facebook page knows that I pretty much talk nonstop about Croatia and, uh, that, that could be like a two hour conversation. I mean, doctor's offices anywhere I go. So <laughs> <all> I talk <laughs> about, uh, that was really beautiful. So we went back there last September for a second trip to Croatia finally. And that was great. We, um, we we cruised some of the islands there in the Adriatic, and we actually were dropped off at a deserted island to go snorkeling. Um, at that point, I thought maybe it would have been a good idea for me to have a cell phone with me. Because <laughs> if, if that taxi driver didn't come back for us, like nobody knew where we were. But he came back. Oh <laughs> so that was good. Um, prior to Croatia, my favorite was Prague. We went there twice back in 96, and that's a beautiful town that was not destroyed during World War II, so the old architectures were still standing, which is neat. And um, Spain and Portugal were great. Um, my, we've been to Mexico like six times. That's kind of like a resort vacation. My husband really likes that for relaxation. And uh, I would not recommend Morocco. That was not worth the time or money. But,
0: interesting. Yeah. yeah, it's good. I'm glad you uh,
1: that's the only place I would not too. go back to any place else, Poland, uh, Hungary, any place else I'd go back.
0: Uh, well, you mm-hmm. speak of reinventing yourself and it's not surprising. One can tell how curious and interested you are in things uh, just uh, simply by hearing you talk about the travels. But I'd love to hear you uh, comment on that uh, back when uh, you were working and reinventing yourself and your skill set? What kinds of things did you experience?
1: Well, um, after Mercy, I went to Wayne State and I couldn't decide, you know, if I wanted to major in graphic design or radio and television broadcasting. Uh, So shout out to Mr. Sill at Mercy and to Sister Mary Kevin, who was, I think was Sister Kevin Marie or Ellen Marie later on for art. Um, I ended up majoring in radio and television production. um, But my first Full-time job after school, of course, was graphic design. So go figure. (laughs) But I did find my way into cable TV, which is where I met my husband. And after a few years of that, um, I had a chance to get into EDS, electronic data systems. Um, And uh, I left the cable TV job to work in customer service for EDS because it was more money. And they said that they could move me into corporate communications, which is what I wanted to do. But after a few years of um, customer service work, I ended up back in graphic arts. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Then to another graphic design group, (laughs) then to communications coordinator, then back to graphics, then finally to corporate communications doing, like, website design and touchscreen graphics and video communications. Um, I actually did get to produce a video for General Motors called The Power of Math, which was oh. a, a complete snooze fest. Uh, <laughs> but um, now that I think of it, it's probably really hilarious for uh, Tony Scalzi, my algebra to trig teacher to think that I, of all of his students would produce a video called the power of math. <laughs> <laughs> Cause that was not my strong suit in school. i have uh, to tell him
0: he still comes over and substitutes uh, teach sometimes. Yeah. and. Yeah, I had lunch track. with him
1: there at the school a couple of years ago. Um, he, he's the, the teacher I kept most in touch with after school because um, in college I used to meet him once a year for breakfast before the school year started. But then we kind of fell out of touch for a long time and then Facebook came around and um, we, we got yeah. back together and get, been able to have lunch a couple of times. He's a cool guy. Uh, I had Facebook. him for the first year that he was teaching at Mercy. So.
0: I was going to say Facebook has been a godsend for the the podcast too because yeah. it's allowed me to network into yeah so many uh, alumni, which is how I had a, such an inkling about uh, your travel experiences in Norway in particular.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's that's how I you know from you know we we connected and then uh, I found out that your wife was at my yoga studio and so from <laughs> there, you know, yep. it went from there. But a- after the the, the video. Um, I was sent back to graphics because EDS never really knew what to do with the creative people. They kept like reorganizing and the the graphics group just kept getting shuttled around because they didn't really know what to do with us. But after a while, I realized that, you know, my career was going to go nowhere with that. So I got my project management certification and became a project analyst and then became an IT project manager and scrum master, which was a challenge because I'm not technical whatsoever. But I did that for several years um until I was uh unceremoniously involuntarily retired <laughs> about five years ago. And uh that's when I started working at the yoga studio and and found out your wife Barbara was going there too, so <laughs>
0: Well, it was uh, serendipitous, and uh, another another nice way to uh, reconnect. Yeah, yeah. Now, um, speaking of those those days when uh, Tony Scalzi was first starting his career, let's go take a walk down memory lane. It's wonderful to have a member of the class of eighty one. can you share some other favorite Mercy memories of that era?
1: Oh, gosh. Um, well, we, uh, 81, we uh, all, I think everybody agrees, was the best class at Mercy. Right. <laughs> um, most of my best friends are still Mercy girls. And actually, uh, four of us are getting together this weekend for a bed and breakfast weekend. Um, so I'll be getting That's together cool. with some of my girlfriends who live locally and one from Chicago. And we're kind of meeting midway between. Um And I've traveled with some of them. Uh, I I traveled with Mercy Girl to Spain and Morocco some years ago and hope to do some more of that with other Mercy Girls. My favorite memories, I I remember making a giant papier-mâché, jabberwocky kind of thing (coughs) in art class in S1. Uh, I finally took freshman art in my senior year. Because I finally figured out that I was not going to go to medical school. (laughs) So I don't need to take all that advanced math and science my senior year. So I finally went with what I wanted to take all the other years and got the art. And that thing sat in my mom's garage for about a decade. And um, we used to sit, my friends and I, we used to sit at the blue chairs, which no longer exist. But they are outside of the restrooms by S1, uh, by the art hallway. And there are these like four blue chairs that had um a sign it said like quiet study area limit three and there would be about 15 of us (laughs) sitting there at all times just lounging around in between classes (laughs) having a good time we used to write comedy stick sketches because we thought that we were going to be like the next second city or monty python um that didn't happen (laughs) clearly um i remember uh having a good time with my friend eve boland translating uh Monty Python's parrot sketch into Spanish for a Spanish presentation. Um, uh, being excited about having enough money to buy tater tots in the cafeteria. That was a real thing. Oh my deal. gosh. Uh. Um, having friends. I, I, I did not have friends in grade school, middle school. I was the one that everyone bullied. Um, so um, having friends in high school was a really big thing. Um, I got to do the trip to Spain sophomore year with the other Spanish students. And that probably piqued my interest in travel. I remember... On that trip, walking along the fountains of the Alhambra Palace in Granada, and thinking that someday I would bring my husband there,
0: and ah, I did in
1: 1999, good. along with Cindy Bishop from the class of '81 and her husband. Oh my gosh! So um, that that was a you know really neat memory to to be there the second time and and uh, remembering my first trip um, all those years ago with Senorita Polakowski and. Ms. Fresta, my Spanish teachers. Oh, um, I openly admit to my massive sophomore year crush on Mr. Kirkland. Um, and he's been told. I, I almost joined track night, just to be near him, but it was not that strong of a crush to make me actually do anything physical. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I hate exercise that much Then in now. Oh. <laughs> and, and I loved dissecting a fetal pig in biology class. Oh, dear. That was a lot of fun.
0: Well, I attended to a student who fainted during uh, her dissection this uh, last semester. So. Oh,
1: I, I fainted <laughs> no, at Mercy. No
0: dissecting them. I think it was the smell of the more formaldehyde oh. more than the thought of the yeah that, uh, dissection, but who knows. Yeah,
1: that could do it. I do remember fainting once at Mercy. I was playing um, Batman in the hallways <laughs> with some friends, and I turned around a corner too fast and whacked my wrist or something on, on the stone walls and uh passed out. Oh jeez. Uh, but I was I was brought back to life uh somewhere uh with I guess there was like a medical office with one of the nuns and yeah. I woke up a little later but uh don't remember that so well. But I had yeah, a lot of fun. I mean I, I mean I mean I enjoyed my classes. I don't remember any teacher that I really, really Disliked, except for my sophomore year geometry teacher, who was only there that one year. So I guess I wasn't the only one who disliked her.
0: I guess I guess we can throw that person under the bus, not by name.
1: Yeah, I enjoyed your class. I had you, Shakespeare.
0: Thank you you for uh, recalling that too, and uh, it's been a lot of fun to get in touch with former Shakespeare students.
1: Yeah, I used Uh, to go to Stratford every year for, like, years after that. I think the last time we went was, like, 2001, so we're long overdue for another trip, but went many, many times after going a few times with Mercy, so that was
0: a great time. That's so great to hear. That's so great to hear, and, of course, that's a tradition that's continued as well. Mari, it's been great talking to you today. Thanks for uh, taking the trouble to... uh, Join us for the podcast. Wish you well with all your future travels. Hope to see you around the yoga Thanks. studio. And yeah,
1: I keep telling your okay. wife to bring you to yoga one of these Sunday mornings. So you can join uh, us for breakfast afterwards.
0: Well, I'll be talking to uh, a yoga a yoga trainer soon as part of the podcast series. So maybe, maybe I will catch the bug one way or another.
1: Okay. Well, it's, it's a good counter to the cycling that you do.
0: Uh, Well, thank you for the encouragement. She encourages me too. And I definitely could use the flexibility to go along with all the tight muscles I get.
1: Exactly. From
0: uh, doing too much cycling. But anyway, uh, thank you again, Mari. It's really been fun.
1: Yeah, thank you so much. Yeah, have a great day. Take care of yourself.
0: The music on Accent on Mercy Alumni is performed by concert pianist
1: Giulio Siciliano, class of two thousand one.